Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Blitzard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And I'm happy to welcome back... A guest who's on every year around this time. It's become a ritual of sorts. Co-host of the Bootleg Football Podcast with EJ Snyder. And, of course, runs the outstanding YouTube channel, The Film Room, Brett Coleman. Brett, thanks so much for coming back on the show, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So, Brett, let's talk about the Jets offseason. Specifically, we'll get into the draft, but we'll do that a little bit later. I want to get your thoughts, though, before that on Aaron Rodgers and everything that transpired there. What do you think about the process that led the Jets to Rodgers, everything from Zach Wilson sort of falling apart, figuring out they wanted to go and get a veteran quarterback, and then ending up going out and getting Rodgers? We know that there were other things talked about in terms of quarterback options along the way. Derek Carr, one of them. People talked about Lamar Jackson before he eventually re-signed with the Ravens. Some other names thrown around, including Ryan Tannehill and Matthew Stafford, but seems like the Jets' plan all along, once they realized he was going to be available, was Aaron Rodgers. What would you think of everything that went down here with the Rodgers-Jets scenario? I think getting Rodgers wasn't a problem. I feel like they made it harder on themselves than they needed to by making it very clear from, like, January on that he was the only plan, right? You know, bringing in Hackett, bringing in like some of Rogers guys like Alan Lazard. Like, I feel like they could have been a little bit more subtle <laughs> about it, you know, and maybe, maybe not drove the price as high as they did, but um, he was their guy. He was their plan. He was who they wanted. And I, I think, I think res- if we're just talking results versus process, the result is is in the end good. It's what they wanted. They got a future Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the 10 best quarterbacks of all time, indisputably. Um, and they're capitalizing on a roster that Joe Douglas has built that's very, very good. Probably the best Jets roster than I would say 2009. It's probably the last time we saw a Jets roster like this, in my opinion. Um, 
which was their AFC championship run year, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they want to capitalize on that window. They know that you can't keep a roster like this together for more than a two to three year window because everybody's going to be super expensive. We're already starting to see it with Quinnen. Quinnen's going to be outrageously expensive. You, I mean, they, they thankfully freed up some money with Lawson yesterday, at least at the time of us recording this, Lawson was yesterday, but like they have a bunch of really good young players that are eventually going to have to get paid. Sauce is going to break the bank. Garrett Wilson's eventually going to break the bank. Uh, they have some young offensive linemen that eventually when they come due are going to break the bank. Um, I would even say that like John Franklin Myers low key on his next contract is going to be more expensive than people think. So kind of now is the time and you know, the 2027 jets don't really matter. But the 2023 Jets do. And and from that standpoint, I think it was the right move. Brett, now that Aaron Rodgers is here, taking a look at the rest of the roster, and as I said, we'll get into the draft in a little bit. Any other moves you look around at that you think might be good for the Jets? And do you think they've done enough to put pieces around Aaron Rodgers here to put them in the class of teams like the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals? Oh, yeah. No, they are, they are in those class of teams, in my opinion, if Rodgers is still Rodgers. That's the big caveat for all this, right? Because for a quarterback his age, you never know when the when the shelf is coming. Um, but if Rodgers is still even 80% of Rodgers, they are absolutely a contending team. They have a better overall roster than most of the top AFC teams. They just didn't have the quarterback play to support it. So as long as they're just getting competent quarterback play, let alone what we know Rodgers can do when he's on – they'd be able to play with anybody. The hard part is once you get to January and everybody's banged up in different ways, you don't you don't know exactly who's going to be on the field for different teams. Like I would say, again, knock on wood here, if Sauce is hurt, that completely changes that the dynamic. If Garrett's hurt, that changes the dynamic. If Quinnen's hurt, that changes the dynamic. So like week one, yeah, I'd put the Jets up with like top five teams in the AFC. We'll see who's healthy and who's not by week 19. But on paper, this team should be able to go on a run right now. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. 
Brett, you talked about Quinn Williams before. Obviously, he's an incredibly important part of this defense and this team in general. I don't think they have the same kind of chance to contend without him. I think that goes without saying. You and I talked a lot about Quentin Williams before the draft in 2019. We were both very bullish on him. Glad to see that we were both correct about how well he's turned out. How important do you think it is for the Jets to work something out with Quentin Williams now, especially considering the win-now window that you were talking about? It's everything. Like, give him whatever he wants. Like, I don't even care. Like I, I, it's he's one of the top three defensive tackles in the entire NFL. Um, whatever order you want to put Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, and Quinton Williams is Quinton Williams, and like it, he's that special. And when he was coming out, like I came on this show and I said he's the best defensive tackle prospect since Aaron Donald, and he was, and he still is. So I think it doesn't matter what you pay him; he's a transformative player, uh, and transformative players you keep no matter what. You mentioned Sauce Gardner before, and you came on the show during the season last year because you made a video about how well Sauce was doing and how amazing it was that he was so good so quickly. There have been a lot of people that have talked about Sauce getting away with holding or pass interference and all of that. And when I go back and look at the film, I just don't see it. Now, obviously, there's always going to be contact between receivers and defensive backs. There's a level of things that the referees are going to let go as opposed to what they won't let go. But there was nothing that I saw from Sauce that was egregious. And I do think that a lot of times there's a misunderstanding as far as what constitutes pass interference. For example, some people believe face guarding is something that constitutes pass interference. It doesn't. Face guarding isn't actually something that really exists or that should factor into any penalties called. Tell me about Sauce and how impressed you were even after the video that you made as he finished that season, his rookie year. And then when you look back at the tape, is there any validity? Do you think, am I wrong? Maybe Sauce got away with some things? There were a few that he got away with, but people blow it out of proportion like he got away with it every week. Um, and I think it's it's people that don't watch every snap that he plays versus people that see like a few highlights on Twitter of like, look what Sauce got away with. And then all of a sudden it becomes a narrative of like he does that every single play. And it's like, no, it's the same thing as Richard Sherman. Like there's a few where it's like, yeah, Richard probably should have been flagged for that. But people act like it's 80 percent of the time he's committing penalty. And it's that's like, no, it's like one play a game, maybe. And even then he gets uh, there's a lot of receivers that get away with push offs, too. So you, you kind of give it and you get it at the same time. I think it all evens out in the end. Um, like, again, if Sauce lines up against DeAndre Hopkins, guess what? D-Hop is going to commit OPI the same amount that Sauce commits what is technically on paper a DPI. So sometimes the refs just let them play. And I, I think that, you know, fans get, get a little bit too caught up in Twitter highlights sometimes. But like if you actually watch and you, you chart every snap that he does, it's a lot more rare than you think. Like obviously he's physical, he's strong, he's very technically refined with his hand usage, but he's not outright committing penalties out there. Uh, and, and people just, they make that mistake a lot. Garrett Wilson, the other very impressive rookie for the New York Jets who stayed healthy the rest of the year on offense. There was another very impressive rookie for the Jets, of course. And Brett, I hesitate to bring this name up because the Jets sort of stole him away from the Houston Texans, the team that you root for. That's Brees Hall. Everybody knows the Jets jumped the Texans in the draft to grab him. Talk to me a little bit about what you're expecting from those two guys this year because I thought Garrett Wilson 
was just incredible last year, better than anybody could have ever expected. And I'll be honest, I thought Garrett Wilson would be good. I didn't think he'd be this good, and I certainly didn't think he'd be this good this fast. Brees Hall was a big believer in. Even I didn't believe that he was necessarily going to be perhaps one of the top three to five running backs right out of the gate. As soon as they started basically letting him be the feature back, he was just off to the races, six yards a carry before he got hurt. Just incredible stuff. What do you think about those two? I know Brees Hall coming back from an injury, but how excited should Jets fans be about those guys? They should be incredibly excited, you know, especially because this is a system um, that on paper is going to lean into Brees Hall and, and give him enough touches so that if he's if he's all the way back healthy, again, that's a caveat, um, but his explosiveness and his long speed, if you give him enough volume, eventually he's going to break one. And it doesn't mean that he's going to be, you know, uh, like a Barry Sanders losing two yards on five carries and then getting 80 on the rest. Like, they are going to be a steady stream of four and five yard gains, but like, you got to give him 15 plus touches so that eventually he can get the one that goes for 40. And I think that uh, as as they lean into that and they give him more volume, you're going to see even more explosive plays from him. There are some running backs that I think they can survive on nine to ten touches as a complimentary back or a complimentary piece of the offense. Brees is somebody you got to feed more than that to me. Um, different skill set, but a very similar usage to Derrick Henry, in my opinion, where it's like you got to commit from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Commit to Brees Hall and he will reward you. None of this, like, you know, give him two carries in the first and then we'll come back to him in the third. Like, no, you got to you got to go from the first drive. Um, as for Garrett Wilson, I actually wasn't surprised by his success. Like I had a monster grade on him. I thought he was as well-rounded a receiver as you could hope to get in the first round. He had size. He had ball skills. He had route running ability. He was tough. He was smart. He was just incredibly solid in all areas. Didn't really have a weakness at all. Um so that one actually didn't surprise me at all. And I'm, I'm happy now that he, you know, he did all that with the quarterback situation they had last year. I'm, I'm happy to see that he's going to have a, a massive upgrade in Rodgers. And if you thought last year was great, just wait until you see this year. Brett, NFL draft. The Jets surprised some people. Mark Ross, who was the right-hand man to Jerry Reese in the Giants front office when they built two Super Bowl champions he said that he didn't understand the strategy because other than Joe Tipman, he sees most of the guys that the Jets picked as long plays as opposed to potential instant difference makers. Certainly the Will McDonald pick was surprising. A lot of people thought the Jets were going to go offensive line and then Broderick Jones goes right ahead of them. Some people thought maybe the Jets would go with Jackson Smith and Jigba, the receiver from Ohio State. That didn't happen. Instead, they grabbed Will McDonald, certainly a talented pass rusher, and I like him a lot, but the question, of course, is with this short window, is he a guy that will help maximize the ability to try and do something in the next year or two? What do you think overall of the Jets draft class? Because I like the players that they got. They weren't necessarily the players that I thought they were going to get. Tipman may be an exception there, and Izzy Abanacanda in the fifth round. I thought they'd pick a running back at some point. But I thought overall the draft class was pretty solid. Yeah, and on the Will McDonald pick specifically, keep in mind I had a higher grade on McDonald than I did on Jermaine Johnson. So, and from that standpoint, I was ecstatic because not that I didn't like Jermaine Johnson. He was, he was a great player, but like in terms of if we're just taking swings to try to get another all pro edge rusher, Mm -hmm. I think that Will McDonald has an even higher chance of being that than, than even Jermaine Johnson. Um, 
And so I think that having all of these young guys in the edge rotation to learn behind Carl, um, when you got Jermaine, you got Will, uh, you got Michael Clemens, who I thought flashed a lot as a rookie. Having two young guys is great. Having three is better, especially when the third that you pick up, I think, is even better than the other two. So um, I'm never going to complain about having too many pass rushers. I get it. There was other positions that that the fans wanted to prioritize first. The board didn't fall the way they wanted it to. It happens. But the fact that they had a player as high caliber as Will McDonald as their pivot was perfectly fine with me. Um, it just gives them, you know, the, the, I guess the term luck surface area, which is used in a lot of different uh, a lot of different ways uh, for a lot of different industries. But uh, the, the, the concept is you want to take as many swings as possible and, and, and say yes as many times so that you increase your surface area of getting lucky. And I think luck surface area applies here, too. You get three young edge rushers so that one of them is more likely to hit rather than, say, maybe striking out on two. So I, I totally understand the process. I love the pick. I was totally fine with it. Uh, and then Tippman, I thought, was a great pick as well. Um, he reminds me uh, a lot of Mitch Morse, where he's a little bit taller of a center, but he's very athletic, great in space, probably the best pulling center in this class. Um, and, you know, that, that was a position that I felt that they could have upgraded. So, you know, attacking that in the second round was perfectly fine. I, I was surprised, full disclosure, that they didn't go after tackle in the first two rounds. To me, that means they believe more in Mekhi Becton than I expected. What'd you think of the rest of the Jets picks? I mentioned Izzy Abanacanda, for example. You had Jarek Bernard Converse. You had Zaire Barnes, the linebacker out of Western Michigan. The one that everybody is really excited about, though, of course, is Zach Kuntz, the tight end out of Old Dominion, just because he's such an athletic specimen. Six foot seven, two fifty five. The cone drill was incredible, and a four five five forty is insane for somebody that size. It's one of those players that I think a lot of people look at and say, "You give him the right coaching, and he could really become a player in the NFL." Now, obviously, there's some risk involved, but in the seventh round, that's where you take a risk like that. What do you think about the rest of these guys that the Jets got in the late part of the draft? A lot of it was just athletes, right? They're betting on athletes like Jarek Bernard, Bernard Converse is a big fast corner uh, at LSU he's like 61 200 with a 42 inch vert and low 44 speed um tape was spotty at best i think there's a lot you know technically he needs to clean up before i'm willing to put him on the field but athletically speaking he's got every tool you could want um and so i would love to see him kind of develop um behind sauce and behind dj reed michael carter again they don't need him to start so it's a great uh landing spot for him to just kind of sit there and learn um israel abanacanda i love that in the fifth round mainly because of the system fit right uh he he is at this point only good at one run and that's outside zone uh it's pretty much all he can read and all he can hit is outside zone but Boy, he's really good at it, and he's so young, and he's like 217 with 4'3 speed and a 41.5-inch vert. Um, again, a freak athlete that doesn't really know what he's doing yet unless you're running outside zone, which the Jets do a lot. But if they can mold him and teach him to run all the other stuff, as presumably their RB3 is a rookie, uh, he'd be a hell of a, a, a duo with, with Brees um, just because he is so freaky of an athlete. Um, 
And then looking at the rest of their class, uh, Kuntz was another one, like, uh, like you mentioned, I'm a big fan of just because of the tools and getting a toolsy guy like that in the seventh round. Like, I'm not going to say no to that. Uh, Carter Warren, again, we talked about length and tools. It just feels like they were really leaning into um, getting the most athletic class they possibly could and trusting their coaches to get the most out of them. Do you trust the coaches to get the most out of them? What are your thoughts on Salah and the gang? I do. I do. I think it's a great coaching staff. Um, unfortunately, they picked the wrong quarterback. You know, that that was really the problem. They picked the wrong quarterback and they got unlucky with offensive line injuries last year. Like we have to we have to remember that, too. Like how many different combinations of offensive linemen did they have last year? Like they were they were down to like their fifth tackle. So I I don't necessarily attribute all of the failures last year, to the coaches, because they just didn't have the right guys on the field, you know, in terms of the right ones throwing the ball and the right ones protecting the guys throwing. It wasn't entirely their fault. Um but this year, if everybody's healthy, again, knock on wood, and they have better quarterback play, I think we're going to get a more um, accurate read, I should say, on what Sala and this staff can do You know, when they actually have the horses on the field. Brett, all told, where do you see this Jets team going this year? Do you see them as a playoff team? Do you see them as more? Perhaps they have a real shot at the AFC East. You don't have to give me a specific record prediction, but what do you think? How's this going to shake out? I think they make the playoffs if they stay reasonably healthy. Again, that's a big thing. Uh, If they stay reasonably healthy, they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be in there with some combination of the Bengals, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Chiefs, um, and probably the the Jaguars, I would say. Um, I think that's seven teams. Maybe I'm missing one, but like the AFC is loaded. And you know, once you once you get into the playoffs in the AFC, um, you know, people used to say this about the SEC. Uh, you know, in the in the mid to mid to late 2000s, when it was all just a bunch of teams beating up on each other, they, they said the SEC was a it was a knife fight in a phone booth, and that's what the AFC playoffs are now. It's everybody is just killing each other. And it's all these superpowers converging. Like, I almost don't even care about the NFC playoffs. Like, there's two teams that I think matter in the NFC. There's like 10 in the AFC. So once they get there, all bets are off. Who knows how far they're going to go. But I think they will get to the tournament. And that's what's important is you just have to get there. And then we take it week by week. Brett Coleman, who's got the great YouTube channel, The Film Room, also co-host of the Bootleg Football Podcast with EJ Snyder. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about the Jets offseason, the acquisition of Aaron Rodgers, the NFL draft, and all of that with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out your work on the Bootleg Football Show, for those that want to check out your videos at The Film Room, how can they find you, and what do you have coming up in the near future? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find me on all platforms uh, at Brett Coleman. Uh, last name is K-O-L-L-M-A-N-N because I'm very German. Uh, as of what I got coming right now, um, I have a partnership with the NFL in terms of like making content for them. And uh, as part of it, they just send me fun footage to work with. And so they sent me a bunch of footage with um, the 2003 Bucks and the 2005 and 2006 Chicago Bears. And I'm kind of combining that with some mid to late 2000s USC and, you know, some Legion of Boom footage and and kind of doing a retrospective on the Tampa 2 and its relationship to cover three and how kind of the Monty Kiffin coaching tree, which includes Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin and Raheem Morris and uh, Lovey Smith and all them, how they all kind of run the same defense. It's just done 
slightly differently. Um, but the Tampa two and cover three are like basically the same coverage. And so uh, that's what that, that episode's about. Um, hopefully I can word it in a way that doesn't make it super confusing. And I'm working on that right now, but uh, it's a fun topic. And I think people are going to enjoy that. They're also sending me 2009 jets to do a Revis episode. It's for the hall of fame week. Make sure you check out everything that Brett is working on right now. Sounds like an exciting project. He's got the Film Room. That's his YouTube channel. So go to YouTube. Search Brett under his name, as he said, K-O-L-L-M-A-N-N. And watch all his videos. Check out everything we've got going on over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You Thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.